you're tuned in to the Three Pixels podcast. This episode is produced by Alan Taylor. Hello, Ben. Hello. <laughs> what are we doing? We just saw. Uh, no, what are we doing? Oh, I don't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. First impressions. Oh, first impressions. We're doing yes. first impressions. It's been it, a little, a little while. That's why I couldn't it's remember little, exactly. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. We're doing a first impressions yeah. of a movie. We are, and not just any movie. What's the movie? Rocket Man. No, no, no. No. Rocket Man. Oh, come on. Rocket Man. There we go. That's what we saw. Cue the trailer. <laughs> okay. There are moments in a rock star's life that define who he is. Where there was darkness, there is now you. And it's going to be a wild ride. So Rockerman is Dexter Fletcher's biopic of Elton John, as you probably heard from that trailer. Elton John played by Taron Egerton, Richard Madden is in there, Jamie Bell, and Bryce Dallas Howard as the, the, the cast of characters that accompany Elton through his life and through his, his journey. And let's just say, from, first of all, what a fantastical <laughs> journey it is. It's full of ups and downs and, you know, Lots, lots going on. It's it's quite a roller coaster of uh, events. A, I find a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, is it? I did. It got a bit emotional. <laughs> I felt really sad for it. Okay, we'll get. Okay, we'll get to that. So, initial thoughts walking out the cinema. I personally felt really great. I felt really happy. I felt just, just. Yeah, overjoyed. I think it was a really, really good movie, and I think it had some really real high points, real feel good points. You know, I think you know as a movie experience, I think it was really, really enjoyable. And I think, you know, whether you're an Elton John fan or not, I think there's you know a, a real, um, real experience to have out of seeing the movie. In context, I'm well, like I'm a fan of his music, obviously, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was necessarily like an Elton John the man fan. No. So this this was all new to me as, as far as the story of his life goes. So speaking of the story, the this this is framed entirely, you know, as as biopics do, you know, it, it always, they always seem to start from this point of, you know, a broken hero, you know, at, at a time of crisis, usually before their big concert or yeah. their, their make or break moment. Um, and you know, I, usually I have a lot of problems. I've been very vocal about this in the past. I, I have a lot of problems with biopics. They they always they always follow the same formula. They're always these like really squeaky clean, not necessarily squeaky squeaky clean because they're they're always about rock stars and stuff, yeah. and you can only get so squeaky. But when they're made by fans of the stars or family members or or band members, yeah. they, there's always this tendency to uh, deify them. Uh, in a way, especially if they've passed away, yeah. and 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 what we get are these like characters that have no agency and and no accountability for their actions. So they stay clean, and and the blame's always placed on someone else. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, it's understandable. They they want to either revitalize a career, sell records again, you know, and it always comes across as a marketing thing. But 
Yeah, it's it, felt it different. Feels it did feel different. I mean, first and foremost, it's almost not a biopic. It, no, it's a musical. Yeah, and and straight in. So the whole the whole thing's framed. He's in an AA meeting. Uh, you know, he goes in as an alcoholic, a coke yeah. addict, a shopaholic, yeah. uh, 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 and everything basically. A broken man. Yeah, and to explain to this AA group, we go back to his childhood. You yeah. know, to start to work the our story. way up to this point. But it starts with a great big music number, and it's it's fantastical and it's surreal, and there's 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 an element of Elton. Yeah, no, <laughs> basically, it, it is him. It, it tries to capture his character in in the the filmmaking and the storytelling, which I really did appreciate. It felt fresh. Yeah, it, it and from that from the first few minutes of the film, you knew exactly what it was and what it wanted to be and how it was performed. You you got the idea straight out. Well. Elton John was involved in this. Yes. I mean, his production company, Rocket, produced it. Yeah, there's he no getting around that. He was an ex-producer, so I had some trepidation going in. Oh, for sure. Like, is this going to just be another squeaky clean, bloody thing, yeah. you know, where we're showing our hero with no accountability and, you know, he does nothing wrong, it's everyone else's fault. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I thought it was a strong opening. Mm-hmm. I, all the way up, like, through his childhood, you know, we just break out into music. Yeah. Quite a lot, um, and it's broken up also. Then by these charming little moments, there's so many moments that create a smile. There's so many little things that you know. I just looked over to you and like with a smile on my face because you know. It's hard not to smile at his songs. Yeah, but no, I think that but there was a nice no, 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 interaction. No, 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 like, I'm in saying that's well. a positive. Oh, for sure. Like I, I, Alan John's got some fun songs. Yes, and they they use them to great effect. Yeah, like this isn't necessarily unique to this film, but they use the music uh, and they use these surrealist musical um, numbers as character pieces yeah. as well, which I enjoyed a lot more when it, than when it was, you know, there are times it does delve back into classic biopic, you know, yeah. realism, yeah. you know, we're in the studio, yeah. but these, these great big musical numbers, they're fun, they're, 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 they're absurd and yeah, they, they definitely capture his character and also give us this journey because it's a movie about about not being loved, right? Yeah, yeah. and I was keen to ask you really because um, I found myself, and this is not normal for these kind of movies, I found myself really listening to the lyrics carefully as all that was going on to try and look for more detail about the thought, because because the, the songs were used as added dialogue, as they often are in musicals, mm-hmm. to explain the scenes, to explain the feelings. So well, it was very cleverly it done. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, that just shows also that the the writing of the songs, you know, really did reflect the time and the feeling, and the emotion. That they were very cleverly written, very cleverly put together. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, his music stands up and holds up to the movie as well. In that sense, you know, it really they really work hand in hand together. And I found more appreciation and I think when I go back listen to his songs you know later on now after seeing the movie I think I'll have a great appreciation to the the mindset that he had and what was going on in his world when these songs came out and I think the 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 framing device of him telling the story yeah also like when he like he can just amazingly play the piano straight yeah. away yeah. Um, or when like a lot of the the drug and sex sequences and stuff like yeah. obviously it's all coming from his point of view yeah. as his like on a come down, basically. 
so like that gives credence and and you know yeah. knowing that it's 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 within this framework that he's telling the story yeah. to them and he's telling the story to us yeah it made opinion. it made more sense it made it made more justification for what you yeah. were saying but yeah not that you need it in an Elton John no. movie called Rocket no. Man no. you mentioned that you felt like there was emotion to it yeah you got emotional yeah I think a certain degree I felt okay I certainly I felt, felt sorry felt for like him it. and I felt I felt I felt emotions for him and with him in that moment yes mm. so I feel like it lacked that emotional punch that I think it was trying to go for okay. especially in the climax um, and I've, I've been trying to put my finger on why that is because this movie deals with dad stuff and that's like an easy thing to get me with it's your kryptonite it's my kryptonite like just just put dad stuff in your movie i'm a weeping mess and like <laughs> somehow this it didn't it didn't work for me in this one and i've and i've been trying to think why i definitely I, felt that it was trying to go far and beyond what i was feeling but i was just trying to say that it it did have emotional depth for me in some respect mm -hmm. it could I mean, have I'm not gone further to take away from your your experience with it i'm just saying for me personally sure. like there were there was something missing yeah like yeah it was a fun good fun time but like so much so much of what happens in this movie yeah with his 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 journey in you know learning to love himself going through and accept, accepting himself and going through all these like these breaks yeah. like should resonate with me yeah but not to detract from any anyone else's no, no, no. experience with it i think you know going a long way into being kind of drawn into this this world and really feeling for the character emotion, a lot of it obviously has to come down to the way that the actor portrays it and the way the actor involves himself and really embodies his character, which I think Taron did a very, very good job with. I think that he very much had the, the heart and soul of Elton John inside his portrayal of Elton John. You know, he may not have looked spot on. He was pretty close, I think, and the outfits were amazing. But um, you know, he he got the real details, which I which I do want to you know um, say here. You know that all the little bits that he does, if you if you listen to the way he sings his songs, I'm quite a musical person, um, so I, I kind of break this down more in my head. The way he um, the, the little things he has when he sings, the little way things he does with his voice and stuff like that, he really got it. He got the tone right. I think you know, hearing if I close my eyes, especially, I wouldn't have been able to say, oh, that's not Alan John. It really felt like it was him singing. So that connected me to his emotions. A lot that's more. impressive. Yeah, I, I really felt that, and and, and that's a, that's a lot. You know, there's a lot to do. Um, you know, so mm -hmm. it's a lot for an actor to do, especially to be able to to do the singing and the acting. You know, it's 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 not an easy thing to. to I don't want no, to skip by over no that. Means. Yeah. So I only give full props. Oh, I, I I I agree. I think he did. I think he did a really good job portraying the character of Elton John again. Like I don't know that much about the man himself. Yeah. So I can't speak to his realism. No. But as a as a, a performance, I enjoyed yeah. it. Your favorite moment from the movie? Favorite moment from the movie. One that stands out to you? Like I said, I, I really enjoyed a lot of the more surreal, mm. I don't even want to call them trips because like the, the musical elements come in yeah. from infanthood. Yeah. Um, but I, I did like the, the later surrealist mm -hmm. musical moments. I liked the orgy scene, I liked the the pool scene. Do you want to talk the, about the, the orgy scene was just very quickly, but just want to skim over that too quickly. But um, Do I want to talk about it? 
Well, so I think we should give it a give it a quick mention because I definitely was wondering watching that. You know, how far are they going to go with this? You know, I know I know that you know. Um, well, not really, because I think it was done very like artistically. I they didn't. It didn't. It was sensual. Yeah. But it was also like there, there was a yes sensuality to it, but there was also the the like cocaine dissonance yeah. of it. Right. Like he's. At this point in his career and in, in yeah. his personal life, he was out of it. Yeah. So like, it, it felt like there was a divide between him and what was going on behind him. Yeah. Or below him, I guess. However. Yeah. Which way <laughs> however it was framed. Um, but like it contrasts. He, like he was floating above the sea of 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 sex, right? Yeah. Um, which I guess, and like he was just waking up in random places. Was, and you know it was it was wonderfully lit, wonderfully filmed, and also oh oh, but the whole the whole his OD yeah um, scene as well, where he goes from the pool, gets dressed up as the Rocket Man, you know, and yeah. like and Richard Mann's character who plays his manager just keeps pushing him out onto yeah. the stage, yeah, and like he's getting worse and worse and worse, and like his performance is like still amazing because Alan yeah. Johnson's known for his live performances, oh, for right? Sure. Like that's that's what I know him as, yeah, and they were all fantastic, and yeah. I and really it, enjoyed that. When Elton John was not feeling confident, believe it or not, not feeling confident about going out on stage and uh, not wanting to do that. Such a shy boy. Yeah. Like the first time he played in the Troubadour, he didn't want to go out and do that. And then, you know, they, he was trying to be coerced nicely. And then, you know, someone else came along. I don't know too much deep, but someone else came along and put their foot down and said, you know, basically don't be an idiot, go out there. Mm -hmm. And he did that. And you saw the development yeah. of how it was something quite innocent when he was a bit younger and a bit unsure. But then later on, it was... It got got a bit more serious. Going back, going back to um, we told you what you've seen, but I want to just want to wrap that back into. <laughs> not I mean, hey, like, listen, let's keep going back to the orgies. The the intimate the intimate moment he had the first the first intimate moment he had then you know with his with his partner with the it seemed to be well, manager. Yeah. Uh, you know that was that was quite a for. for for movie terms you know for 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 gay scenes we don't really see many gay scenes in movies we see the moors heterosexual you know man and woman type thing i was i i found myself going how far is this gonna go you don't know what I mean how how much they're gonna go with this because it was quite an intimate enjoyable scene i know you enjoyed that scene very much alan i did enjoy that scene it's very around do you think they went far enough well hey listen i i'd go all the way i know <laughs> like normalize it as much as possible but I make, it, make it to the point where you know you're not sitting there thinking yeah. oh dear how far are they gonna go <laughs> Um, yeah, but they did go quite. They they they. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. They did did uh, it respectfully, but you know, without being, they didn't make it over sexualized. Oh, it, it was. They were having sex. It was sexualized. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, it wasn't. It wasn't eroticized. It wasn't like pornographic. No, but in like nature. no, but it, like what what means? But it was movie quite. Is. It was quite subtle, mm. like more intimate. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I think you know it, it was it was good to see that you know they very much. Do, I know it's hard because that's I, what I, I they didn't shy saying, away like, from those. Yeah, I know moments. what you're saying. Like in a mainstream movie, obviously, yeah. like in a lot of uh, independent movies and a lot of foreign movies. Yeah. So I guess maybe I'm I'm not as uh, maybe I'm like more used to seeing this. Yeah. I guess in cinema, and which I feel like they did in this. Like I don't yeah. I don't I feel like they treated this as they would with any yeah. any any sex scene. And in so they cinema. should be. Which is but exactly how it should be. So we should be having this it? conversation, but it is it is something, unfortunately, that you know isn't always as well represented. You know, um, I don't think they made a specific point about it. No. I don't think they made his homosexuality character 
trait necessarily. I mean, obviously, it's a big part of who he was and like and his, himself. his yeah, because like this movie does deal with self identity and yeah. self love specifically, and yeah. and you know the 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 contrast and conflict between yeah. finding love from other people and finding love from yourself and so yeah. this whole point of him coming out as a gay man in what 19, 1980s or yeah. whatever uh, maybe earlier than that and in the UK in you know our, our Christian society was a big sticking point yeah like in this movie so it's like they, they could not address it and it covered it in a more like, sorry, um, but I feel like they covered it in a more adult way than the Miram City did which was yeah so that's what good. I was coming up to like sorry. that was my question like <laughs> It, it, it would be remiss for us not to address the fact that these two movies have come out very close to each other. Yeah. They're very similar. Yeah. I feel like they've come at it from different angles. Yeah. But as I've not seen Bohemian Rhapsody and I have no intention of seeing it <laughs> because it looks rubbish uh, or it looks it looks like everything I don't like about <laughs> biopics. How does that deal with the same topic? Alan John, I feel, has been able to put his print on it, has been able to also make it more honest and feel more true to, um, you know, the subject matter, to really bring light to the way it was and that, you know, and the difficulties. And I think Bohemian Rhapsody skirted on a lot more. It definitely, it definitely didn't, didn't go about it in the same way. It kind of, yeah, made, made light treads in that scene to kind of go, oh yeah, we know about that. Yeah, that went on kind of thing in Beamer Rhapsody, but this was very much clear night and day almost in that way. It's in comparison, a better representation of um, the kind of struggles that went on back then. I, I do feel like this aspect of it did feel quite personal to his yeah. uh, point of view of it because he was a millionaire. He was adored yeah. by everyone anyway. Yeah. I feel like I don't, I don't know if this necessarily covered how it was for everyone. I feel yeah. like this this owns the fact that this is his story from of his course, point of view, of right? Do you know what I mean? Um, but from, from, from every aspect. But it was just a bit more true to, to these yeah, facts. Well, I, like, I can't speak to, no. so that's interesting. But like, I can only speak to this movie, but like, it, he was a human being, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he was a human being first, and then like his you know, sexuality and everything was just part of what made him that human being as opposed yeah. to it being at the forefront of his identity. Yeah. Which I think was well done. Yeah. He was a, he was a, a musician first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, and a, a, a showman, a performer. Yeah. Absolutely. In and those, the costume department deserves Yeah, they had a field day, you could tell. Oh, yeah. They were oh, how out. could you not with yeah. an Alan John movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, as a whole, um, I feel like it does fall into some of the trappings <laughs> of yeah. the biopic genre. But I mean, like, how how much can you escape that? Yeah. Really, I'm glad that it's doing its own take on the biopic yeah. genre, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And I hope this this style of biopic filmmaking, where the character the character is part of the filmmaking itself as yeah. opposed to just the center of the story. Yeah. Because, you know, they've announced through the success of, of, of Bohemian Rhapsody, they've announced so many more. Yeah. And the one that I'm most worried about is the Bowie yeah. movie, right? I know, that's like, very close to your heart. Yeah, and I feel like that would be such a great, a great movie to take this style of this surrealist musical, you know, fantasy yeah. and just going all the way yeah. with it, just go crazy. I think Taron Edgerton's done a, a fantastic job. It was not yeah. an easy role to come into. He's such a big part 
of the music genre. You know, people grew up with him, people know and love him. So he wasn't an easy thing to do. You know, he's a very complicated character to give across, but I think he does it in a great way. And, you know, I think everyone out there will have a wonderful time listening to the songs, listening, uh, watching the amazing um, costumes and performances oh, yeah, I, I, and everything going on there while also getting a real insights, especially if you didn't know him or grow up with him, into Elton John's life, a real peek behind the glasses and in, in, yeah, just getting in there and, and, and really maybe connecting the songs and the music with what was going on in his life. And I think, you know, everyone will come away, I think, knowing something they didn't know about and John before going in. I feel like I have a better appreciation and better understanding for not only Elton John as an artist, but his music as well. Mm. And also great music. Amazing great music. soundtrack. <laughs> I forgot how many that's great songs he had. Yeah, like they kept coming, I was like, oh, of course, that's yeah. an Elton John song as well. Yeah. Like the, the sing-along genre <laughs> is big at the minute. So I, I don't know if that'll fall into that category, but it is still absolutely musical, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if I had to put a number on it, I'd probably give it an eight out of ten. And I will not give a number on it, because you've spent the last 20 minutes to half an hour listening to us talk about it, so you've got a sense of what we thought about it from that. Yeah. Well, I'm giving it <laughs> eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, that's fair enough. I'll give it four out of five. Great. <laughs> no, no numbers. Okay. Numbers are useless. And also, my my opinions will change by tomorrow, no doubt. <laughs> or like, I'll, I'll hear another Elton John song and think, oh, that movie was great. Or then, you know. Yeah. But go see it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Always go see it. Go see it. It's a good time. And if you're worried about it just being another puff piece for a celebrity, you know, I, I think it does add more than that. Yeah. I think there is some depth here that a lot of these lack. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Ben. You are Hopefully more than welcome. This is this is not. It's not going to be another seven-month break no. from the first impressions. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for talking. Thank yourself for inviting I, me. I love my. You know what? I'm going to give myself a hug. If I've there learned anything from the Elton John movie, appreciate you yourself. Love yourself. Treat yourself. You've been listening to the Three Pixels podcast with Alan Taylor, Martin Gregory, and me, Ben Ridley. Music provided by Epidemic Sound. With that, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night. Crocket <laughs> <Drunk it>, man. <laughs>